Hey, what's going on? I am Kyle George. And I'm Rodney Harris. And you are, once again, listening to A Different Angle. Brother man, brother man, brother man, what's going on? What's going on, man? Not much. Wow. Uh, actually, that's a lie. A lot is going no, on. a lot's going on with you. <laughs> that's, that was a bold face lie. Are we telling the masses? Are we, we not? I mean, we might as well. Okay. Do you want to? I don't know. I don't know if I should so, say it. Do should you I want say me it? to do it? Oh, it don't matter. Uh, you <laughs> Oh, so, so I didn't say it. I didn't say it at a on on the four corners. The freaking uh, stretch said it. Shouts out to the four corners of commentary. Uh, I'll do it. All right. So this past Valentine's Day, a big change, big deal happened in my life, to which is I am now an engaged man. Um. So uh, Tiffany, I love you, babe. Um, thank you for not saying no. but um but no yeah so that was that was that was a pretty big deal so congrats to me i guess (laughs) yes congratulations weird to say weird to say like that no man but congratulations seriously nah thank you it's a big step it's a big step as we as you guys know we talk mental health and it's a big step you ready did you ready (laughs) hell no (laughs) of course i'm not but you know what talk about mental health look tiff was there for me at a lot of the times when I was what could be could be considered at my lowest. Excuse me. And I will always, you know, no matter what ups and downs we've been through through our journey, and we've been through some high highs and low lows. But um she was she was always there. You know, she always supported even from far away. And I'll always appreciate her her for that. So so shout out to Tiff. Love you, babe. Tiffany, you took her from us, man. <laughs> you took her from us. Now, Tiff, congratulations. We're so proud of you guys. And you guys are already a lovely couple. Been a lovely couple for, for quite some time now. Have a beautiful, beautiful daughter. I just can't wait to see what the next chapter holds for you guys, man. I'm so excited for you. Yeah, man. It's, man. it's I mean, the next one's coming back to New York. That That's the next step is me moving back home. So just got to figure that out and then go on from there, man. That's that's the goal. So That's the goal, man. We got long-term goals. There you go. Yes, sir. Yes, yeah. sir. That's it, man. But, hey, this week, well, we're taking a bit of a turn. As you know, every week we've been giving you guys something different. Um, and... We had some really, really great conversations, a lot of cool feedback, and a lot of negative feedback as well. We, we take all feedback, by the way. So if any time that you want to give us your feedback and tell us your story, you can always contact us at AD, ADA pod, pod mm-hmm. 2023 mm-hmm. at gmail.com. That's yep. ADA pod 2023 at gmail.com. And also you can DM us on the social medias on Twitter and on Instagram using the same thing without the Gmail. Oh, Keep it simple. Yeah, I love it. very simple. I love it. But this week, we're going to be diving in, talking about community. Yes. Talking about love. Talking about acceptance. Talking about being equal. Mm-hmm. It's not wrong with being equal, right? We all strive to be equal. But how does that all come up to in one conglomerate? Right. And attacking mental health. Yeah. And we're talking about the LGBTQ community. And I have someone here on the line who is very, very near and dear to me. Yes, sir. Very, very close to me. This this person. Let me tell you something about her. Smart. Mm-hmm. Intelligent. 
filmmaker, content creator, cosplay artist. There's nothing that she can't do. So I'm going to welcome in Kaylin King. Kaylin, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing good. Doing good. And congratulations, by the way. I was being very quiet. But no. Congratulations. <laughs> no, it's cool. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you for being on the show. I know we appreciate it. Thank you guys for having me. No, it's a it's a pleasure. Uh, first and foremost, since since Rodney said said something that's near and dear to my heart, what is your love of cosplay? Like, um, folks, if y'all don't know what cosplay is, essentially it's just dressing up. Think Halloween, but at any time, um, dressing up as your favorite characters, and it could be from anything movie. Uh, anime, cartoons, games, any type of uh, media format. But it, you would see it a lot at Comic-Cons from all around the world. Um, a lot of people put, post it on their social medias and things like that. So my first question is, how did you find your love for cosplay? So um, I think everybody, when <laughs> everybody started when the pandemic hit, everyone downloaded TikTok as just let's pass the time. Um, a little bit before that, I had made a friend over Twitter who was into cosplay, and I and like was very weird. Like she blew up on TikTok, like obviously during the pandemic, and I think I was just so um, in awe of like how confident she was. Like it's a confidence kind of thing. Yeah you have to have confidence to do it and like you can't be embarrassed by it and she was so into it and i am very easily manipulated into doing hobbies um that i probably don't have the funds for and cosplay is definitely one of those um so i just kind of she's kind of like took my hand and is dragging me through it all so that's awesome i'm going back now though uh star wars celebrations in about six weeks in london and i will be there that's awesome who are you gonna cosplay or is it a secret it's not a secret um well it's star wars obviously if you don't know what star wars celebration is it's basically think about comic-con but just star wars and They've already announced so many um, stars there. It's going to be like the 40th anniversary of Return of the Jedi. So um, they've announced Billy D. Williams already. Too expensive for me. But (laughs) I mean, $290 for a photo. I don't think so. Yeah, that's a little much. And that's in that's in pounds. That's not in U.S. dollars. Right. (laughs) Imagine that convergence. Um, She kind of exclusively dresses as Leia. So. Growing up, my favorites were the prequel trilogy. So Padme is my girl. So got you. girls in debt because we got about like five costumes for a four day weekend. Wow. So, Sounds about right. But it's my, birth- it's my birthday that weekend. So we got to go out. It is. We gotta go out. It is. Yeah. So it and that's a once it's a once in a lifetime kind of thing. So got to go all out. That's it. Live it up. Live it up. Like I said, you're, you're fresh out of school. You have taken yourself to new heights with filmmaking and being able to just be creative. And I remember us having a conversation about your creativity and saying, hey, man, I really want to get you to to doing some things to build your portfolio. And watching you take cosplay by the horns and really make it your own. Mm -hmm. I'm so proud of you. 
because I, I said, there it is. Kaylin is taking her talent and putting it to use in her own way. It's one thing about you that I know is that you do it your way and you like to do it your way. And I said, you know what? Boom. Figured it out. She She's on a roll now. She's picking it up. I won't be surprised if a Broadway play is written within the next couple of years based on Star Wars based by Caitlin King. That would be awesome. You know what? That's a lot. You're you're stretching it a little bit. No, I'm not. I'm not. No, but I, I believe in your creativity and I've seen it before. So I'm proud of you. Thank you. But I. So much coming from you. You know that. Oh. Aww. But when it comes down to, make me cry. No, but the cosplay <laughs> is just one po- one portion of of your personality and what you what you've been able to accomplish. Diving into who you are as a person, tell us tell us a little bit of a story of your background and if as far as how much as you feel comfortable with, and just what it's like to be a part of the community. Um. So I think I kind of realized a little bit later in life because I've asked my parents, I've told them as much as I can understand, which is really interesting and not people talk about a lot. So I'm glad I can talk about it here is it's not always like a clear cut answer. That's why it's called like LGBTQ plus because it's not always like a cut and dry kind of answer. And it, you're allowed to change, which I think people don't understand either. And I think it's important to know that not everyone's going to understand right away. I was very lucky that I told my parents, I've told most of my family. And at this point, I think I'm just too old that if you don't realize it now, when you're around me, then like, you're never going to, um, I asked them, like, as a kid, like, did you guys ever have any kind of, like, idea that maybe I liked women as much as I like men? And they said no, that I was totally boy crazy as a girl. Um, And I think that might have just been my environment, that I grew up an only child and I grew up up on um, Long Island, which is very, um, it's, like, very strange because it, I feel like it's half of it now is so liberal and half of it's so conservative. But I think the liberal part is all of us who grew up and realized that we were so not straight. Um, But yeah, I kind of like grew up and it took like looking back at like how I like kind of almost hid things without even realizing it. Like I'll even take Star Wars, for example, like I watched the prequels and my mom said I was so in love with Anakin. And I always said that Padme was so beautiful and it was almost like a, do I want to be her or do I want to be with her? That's how I can like describe how I kind of realized it growing up. And it was a lot of once I got older and saw the representation on TV, I remember watching Rodney knows one of my favorite shows and it's such a, everyone makes fun of me, but it's fine. Glee is one of my favorite shows. And as much as people can make fun of it, it really was for the time and what age demographic it was looking for. It really helped people kind of come to terms with who they were. I remember seeing this cheerleader. I was never like the cheerleader kind of girl, but she was so angry and so mad at everybody. And she explained it when she came out that she walks around with such anger and she's so mad at everyone because she's fighting a huge part of herself and that's kind of 
a struggle you have even every day, even when you're out is like, there's such a thing as internalized homophobia. And there's some things that I still do to this day that I can't even like, it's not something I can think of off the top of my head, but it's definitely there. And it definitely goes hand in hand with mental health though. I think keeping that part of yourself hidden for so long is an added stress on your life that's obviously not necessary and not good for you mentally and i'm not completely healed from all that but it's definitely better now that i'm like out and can be like okay like this is it now i know that you battled um tooth and nail with with yourself internally for a long long time and yeah we we've had many conversations and we we talked on the side and most of the, some of those conversations are private never have to be told take it to my grave never have to be told ever again but there was some times where i knew that you were making progress every single day and i seen changing you every month by month by month and i'm saying wow man things are really picking up that's why i always say i'm so proud of you because i've seen the growth i've seen the progress for those who don't know you, don't really get to see you, or those who are not close to you in your circle, don't really get to see that. But I got to, see, I got to watch it firsthand. It was so amazing to see. For those who are listening, give them a little, um, um, like I would say, give someone an understanding of if they may be struggling with the same thing. What is if you had to pick two things out of the process, or maybe even three, that you felt felt that really were difficult for you to overcome, or for you to present out there to everyone that people just weren't understanding at the time. But now you've, you've come to peace with, all right, I'm not going to, if you don't get it by now, you don't get it. But what, if, if, I'm a, if I'm a young person listening to this and I'm struggling, what are two things that, I would, that you would say would be two things to look out for? Um, look out for, it's hard to understand it because you're dealing with it and you've dealt with it. So, Try to remember that people sometimes are hearing it if they don't have any clue when you're trying to come out, that they're hearing it for the first time. So they have to process. So sometimes their emotions right away aren't going to be the emotions that they really have. And also try to be a little understanding in the beginning, which is really hard. I'm not trying to, you know, victim blaming is not the word I want to use, but like try to have some sense of understanding from their side too that they are listening to this for the first time they haven't had time to process it and be open to asking answering questions that they may have you don't have to and be okay with saying i'm not comfortable answering that that's very important too i've had to do that a lot so i didn't really explain it before because i'm kind of like still not in it myself but i came out to my parents as bisexual um and that's something that thankfully my parents had given me the spiel the we'll love you and support you no matter what but they still definitely don't get it and that i kind of have to go okay that's fine and i have to accept that and move on um but just i would say as much as it might hurt it's better than nothing, which I'm very grateful that my parents have that reaction 
because not everybody will get that. And I've had people that have been kicked out of their homes. I've had people that don't speak to their parents anymore. It is a lot. And also just know it's not your fault. So I guess that's, is that three things? Yeah. You understand the time and know it no matter what, it's not your fault. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, those are three solid things. Thank you so much for that. Yeah, for mm -hmm. sure. Um, speaking of somebody, speaking, um, being somebody who has a lot of family members who are in the community, um, a lot of friends who are in the community, I know, at least for me, it, it was always about acceptance. It was always about, you know what, your your decisions on who you're with doesn't affect who you are. And I think people need to understand that also. Um, just your, who, who, I, I have a strong belief of that you can't help who you fall in love with. And, exactly. And yeah, and and you know that goes for everyone. That's not. It's not subjective. It's not just a singular mental type of thing. Um, my question is is so I'm a person who doesn't necessarily understand the use of pronouns. Um, it's still kind of new to me. Uh, you know, it, it, people do make fun of it. You know, on a on a constant basis, it's it, it's it's new. Oh, to, yeah. it's, it's new to this world being used in this type of format. Mm -hmm. um, can you just kind of explain, like, how is the process of of trying to figure out what pronoun pronouns, excuse me, are right for you, or maybe people close to you? So I'm going to try to explain it as best I can. And maybe this is actually good because it goes with the thing I just said is like, you don't have to understand everything right. first, um, which is good. And the thing that's important is the willingness to understand if that makes sense. Was that English? Like, do you know what I mean? Like you're yeah. willing to learn yeah. so that you're not rude. So, um, it's something that I still have to deal with and understand. Um, my partner, actually, when we first started dating, used she, her pronouns, then started, I noticed, started putting she, they, and now exclusively uses they, them. And I'm also not going to go like, why did you do that? Like, you have to kind of like think, like, how would you want to be asked about things is i think important if you want to ask people um the way that they explain it best i don't want to like put words into their mouth but it's diff i think it's different for everybody um how do i put this they've explained it basically as some days they do wake up and they feel very much like a woman and other days they wake up and hate being a woman and want to be a man mm -hmm. they recently went to um gender therapy because it's a little i guess it's a little funny no offense to you two men but none taken <laughs> me and my partner always go like oh i hate men just when oh. some of you males do very stupid things or treat <laughs> women very badly and yeah. we just go oh i hate men it's okay we say that and too <laughs> they always they always say like i hate men i hate men and the therapist the gender therapist went do you understand that that's not like a normal statement people say and why do you hate them and my partner said because i could treat that woman so much better 
So the therapist said, so it's not that you hate men. It's that you hate that you're not one of them. So you can't do what you think that they can. And my partner was like, oh, you know what? That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So that probably doesn't clear it up at all. But I think basically being non-binary, which is when you would use they, them pronouns, mm-hmm. is that it's different every day. Or maybe you don't even feel either. I think my partner definitely feels more masculine than feminine, doesn't like to wear dresses, doesn't love wearing makeup, but some days really does love to wear makeup, wants us to wear like matching skirts or things like that. Um, I think it is a different case for everybody. And as long as you're polite and ask what their pronouns are first and ask them if they are comfortable explaining, I don't think anybody should have a problem explaining to you. I've kind of not asked because even I don't understand totally even being part of this community I don't even understand sometimes like when they use she and they I think I don't know I it's hard to explain I'm trying to think of celebrities that I've heard talk about and one of my favorites Halsey goes by she they pronouns and I think they've explained it as like they're definitely a woman but sometimes like they like to embrace the masculinity that they feel in their body right i guess is a better which is a good way of explaining it again i um use she her pronouns so i really am not the best person mm-hmm. to answer something like that but that's just from what i've been told from my partner yeah i mean honestly i just hearing that has shed light to me for me um that's knowledge that i've never had before never heard before um also probably and and you know we try to be as honest as we can on the show but um also probably because i haven't gone out of my way to learn so now that i've heard this i will learn more about it out of number one out of respect Mm -hmm. but also this is the world we're living in and you know things are constantly changing and for rod and i you know, we have children, so we have to, you know, for us, you know, I feel that it's one of those things where research, it should be done. Uh, it doesn't need to be done, but it should be done to understand because, you know, we, you don't know, you know, I, I think I've said this before, you don't know what the future holds. So we don't know what's going to happen and who we're going to meet, what friends we're going to have, you know. So things like that are important to understand. Or in, in you make it a very good point as far as children or what our future holds for our children. Yeah. You know, we exactly. I, I can't tell the future what, what's going to happen with, with with the little one. Like, yeah. but I, I do know I want to be able to have these conversations across the board no matter what. Right. So why not go to a valid source mm-hmm. and talk about these things? See, a lot of people during – and sidebar for a quick second a lot of people when the world was kind of in chaos mm-hmm. involving uh, involving african-american people in this country a lot mm-hmm. of people were coming to me asking questions yeah same because they did not know and i said you know what a lot of people would get angry it was like why are you asking me don't get angry mm-hmm. answer the question yeah because this is how progress is made yeah you want change you got to ask questions you and don't take it offensive unless somebody comes up to you rude right that's a different story but if they're coming to you genuinely yeah. and saying, I really don't understand, sit them down if they're willing to listen 
and tell them. Yeah, and I've and I've had that with one of my former boss, bosses, excuse me, whom I love like aunt. And you know, she came to us and she was like, "Listen, we had a meeting with with the heads, with the upper management. This is at a hospital." And um she came to us cuz she said, you know, he 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 said a phrase basically saying that you know, if if a house is on fire, the fire department doesn't spray down the entire neighborhood. They spray down that one house that's on fire. It just so happened at that time, it was the African community that the African American community that was on fire, houses that, that was on fire. You know, sadly, recently, it was the Asian community yeah. whose house was on fire. I mean, I feel like our house is always on fire, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> but, but, um. You know, it, it. You know, just just like we said. You know, I. It is important to really understand, because you never know. I mean, that, you could have friends for twenty years, and then their mind just changes. Yeah. And you know that that, to me, that shouldn't deter you from being their friends. But I also understand people. People have their beliefs. You know, people feel some kind of way for about certain topics and things like that. So, I, I just think I, I. I guess I just want to say be more mindful of of your surroundings when it comes to people and and accepting them for who they really are. And if you have questions, ask. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with asking a ask question. nicely. Don't yeah. be rude yeah, right, and go, right. explain to me the transgenders like that, <laughs> like, which I go, okay. That's how I go. I'm not going to answer because I know you're not going to actually listen and you're mm-hmm. just trying to make jokes right which happens a lot right but i just want to say to add that i know you both have children i do think it's very important to teach the youth because also it's going to be things that you guys don't even realize are going to happen it's going to be people automatically think that that means like that your kids like might be gay which a wouldn't matter but b it's even going to be things like your child might go to a play date and guess what like the parents might actually be the same sex like it's gonna be things that like won't even hit you until it happens and it's you just have to be i don't want to say prepared because it's not that makes it sound like it's a bad thing but like this is the world we live in and it's the way i honestly think it should be as long as people are happy they're not no one's hurting anybody and that's all anyone no matter what issues have been going on like i think everyone can agree no matter like what's been going on obviously i can't speak for what you guys were just talking about but i can speak about like the lgbtq community because things are happening every day in that community as well yeah all anyone wants is acceptance equality and just peace like we just want to like not have animosity and hostility toward each other that's all i can ask for yeah. Is I just want to be able to go out and not have people stare at me and my partner and make looks and make comments. It's it's so crazy because I you saying that just reminds me how we are uh, maybe not we are no we are all in the same boat like just humans in general like we have we might have different sexual orientations different upbringings, different cultures. But every everyone from outside cultures always look at looks at a culture a, cer- a specific way, stereotypes at the end of the day. That's what they are, are stereotypes. And it's just so interesting because we all and and it doesn't matter, gay, straight, indifferent, uh black, white, 
Asian, Spanish, like we all have to deal with these, I, I want to call them inconsistencies, you know, um, so thank you for saying that. No, and Kalen, Kalen make, makes a very good point about being stared at in public. If anybody knows anything about being stared oh, at, it's me. Me too. Nothing about being as dark as me and having my wife be as light as she is. <laughs> and everyone just looking at us like, what's Ebony, going on here? Or, or having people that supposed to be our friends yeah. or people that know us, that's supposed to be close to us, run and ask our parents, are you guys okay with that? Yeah. Well, oh, so it's, so there's people still out here with this mindset mm-hmm. and this lack of, I would say, lack of knowledge, and just a lot of that to me, I always felt was learned behavior. Yeah, like you learn that somewhere and you develop that, and you you're so stuck in your box yeah. that you're not you're so close minded that you're not willing exactly. to open up. Yeah, just uh, crack that box just a little bit, mm-hmm. and if you're willing to take in just. Two percent. You have no idea how how many doors that can open. Boy, like, yeah. what you can learn. Especially yeah. living where we live, Rodney. Absolutely. In yeah. Long Island. That's why I think yeah. so many people. That's why I said before that, like, I think where I live is so half liberal, half conservative, because I think so many of us grew up with that mm-hmm. from our parents, and then we kind of had to grow up. And it is also the media you consume, which isn't a bad thing when. It's helping you learn about yourself. And I think so many of us later in life, I can name 10 people off the top of my head in my graduating class that were absolutely straight when I graduated. And we all are like a melting pot. I, one of my best friends growing up, I had to reintroduce him to my parents and go, this is Calvin. Like, this is my friend Calvin who transitioned in the past Mm. year and a half. Wow. Like, and this is someone that, like, I've known since I was five. Wow. And only in the past two years has finally been able to be who he wanted to be. And my parents were like, it makes so much sense. I'm like, you see what happens when you guys let us out of our box and actually let us explore the world as we want and not the way that you guys want. And look, especially in our generation, it's... It's so crazy how our mind, our little minds think, right? It's we we one second you're so accepting, the next second you hear something, all of a sudden you jump on board with that. You're so flip floppy in your belief. You know, for the first time ever, I think, and in the next generation past our millennial generation, there's people out here that finally figured out what they want to do, who they want to be, yeah. everything that we've all been fighting for, and to just let me be me. How many times you heard millennials say that? Yeah. Guess what, guys? The generation after us, they figured it out. Yeah. Now we have an issue with that. There are still some people, you know. Of course. Oh, yeah, of course. And then there was always going to be. And every generation, there's always going to be some. And, but more more now than ever, there is more people figuring it out and really taking charge of their own individuality. And I think. Which I love. I I, love seeing that. I also think a part of that is the acceptance, is the fact that there are a lot more people now who who are being more accepting to change, to a person's personal change, no matter what it is. Um, At the end of the day, you know, it's like what Kaylin said. It's it's about acceptance. It's about being accepted for, damn, for for nothing else, for being who you are, for nothing else. Like, don't give, yo, don't, you could talk crap about my job, you could talk crap about my podcast, you could talk crap about 
don't talk crap about my family, but <laughs> you know, you could talk crap about me playing games, whatever. But just at the end of the day, just accept that I am who I am, you know, mm-hmm. and, 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 and honestly, if you don't screw it, like, it, because it's okay. You know, it's, it's like, you know, I, I've, I've said this in the last couple of years and you just said it a little while ago, but yo, not everything is meant to be understood by everybody and that's okay that's okay even if you give it a shot to try to understand it and you still don't you gave it a shot that's better than a lot of other people it's scary mm-hmm. how, it's scary how nobody wants to like take that shot yeah like, what are you so afraid of what, what is it but isn't it crazy too that all we're asked for is the bare minimum mm-hmm. of just just say okay just, just, just middle. I'm asking you for. All love. right. It's like it's like being in a relationship, living living with your your person, and being like, "Hey, I want a prize because I washed the dishes." You know what I mean? Yeah, like, like, no, it doesn't work that, that way. That's the bare minimum, <laughs> folks. That's the bare minimum. Uh, you wash the clothes today. Great. Thanks for doing <laughs> <Awesome>. the laundry. <laughs> like, um, no, that's what you're supposed to do. No, no. I told I told my partner when we lived together, we need like those boards that put you put yep. stars on. Yeah. Like, the bare minimum. Yeah, we just go. got one for my daughter. <laughs> I just got one. I said my partner has a son too. I said um, he's going to have a board, and I'm also going to have a board Dang, that I did yeah. laundry because I want to be told my my love language is um, affirmation. Yeah, nothing oh, is hotter to me than when my partner says she is so, so proud of me. I'm, so, I'm like, oh, I, tell me again. Honestly, I, I wish I wish she was watching Rodney right now. He just put his hand to his oh chest, like, because <laughs> no, no. that's my love language. My love language. I'm too love languages. It's um words of affirmation and receiving. Gifts. You need to read the five oh, I, do, I do love me some gifts. You need to read the five love I've been telling. I him probably so, do, I've, but both, since you about since you just got engaged, oh perfect God. way to start. Both of you need to read the five love languages. I'm pretty sure she's ready. I'll give you the book. Okay, all right. it's also an audio book. <laughs> okay, right. I'm super excited about this. No, but I love when see, but you see how excited I get. No, people, yeah, yeah. When people take charge of their own person and really start to learn who you are, yeah, it's very exciting. And I get excited for all the people because mm-hmm. it's so cool to see development. It's right. so cool to it see. It is exciting. It's also very like, difficult. Me and my partner have very different love languages mm-hmm. uh, and also very different ways of um, expressing like how we feel. Yeah. My partner's also autistic okay. and very much doesn't like to be touched. Um, so like if I was upset, I would be like, can you please hold me? Can you please like tell me everything's going to be okay? Just like hold me so I can breathe. So sometimes when they're upset, I'm like, do you want me to hold you? And they go as much as I love you. If you touch me, I will start screaming. So please don't touch me. I go, okay. Physical touch, not a love language, not, not in this house, not happening. I think I think um, that's respectable. Just the fact that you two have even had that communication, mm-hmm. because a lot of a lot of couples don't even communicate like that. You know, a lot of people don't don't say, "Hey, listen." You know, I, I'll, I'll keep it a buck. I've had to tell Tiffany sometimes, like, "Hey, babe, listen, I, I might need the night to myself. I might, I might, I might, I got to step away for a little bit. My brain isn't necessary." Literally the other night, <laughs> uh, not after Raw, but um, the other night I was going home. Wednesday, Wednesday night I was going home, and I told her, I said, "Hey, babe, listen, I'm gonna go to the to the uh, Outlook real quick, sit for a little bit." She said, "You okay? What's going on?" I was like, "Honestly, I'm just just want to sort some things out. That's all. Nothing bad. Just I just need the the space and the moment, 
you know, and sometimes that's what you need too, you know, but the communication is there. You know, there's been enough times where she's told me, hey, listen, I'm being a grump today. I'm not going to lie to you. And I said, all right, then you know how to yeah. handle it. You know how to approach it. And I know this isn't LGBT, but you guys also both have kids. Let me put you on a show. You guys probably already, you guys probably already watch it. Please watch Bluey. Oh, Best yeah. <laughs> show ever watched in my life. It made me think of it because there's literally an episode where the mom goes to her husband and goes, you need to take the kids because I need 20 minutes to myself. Mm, and he's like, what? She's like, I need 20 minutes. And dad's like, okay, kids, mom needs 20 minutes. Like, let's go. Yeah. And the kid's like, are you mad at me? Like, do you not want us anymore? She's like, no, I just need 20 minutes to be by myself because I'm stressed. She's like, oh, okay. It happened, just, to, it happened to me last yeah, night. I'm telling you, watch Blue Way, please. It's so <laughs> funny, too. I watched it religiously as a turning 25 soon and text my girlfriend in tears going i finished bluey and now i don't have anything to watch <laughs> so so they went so just watch it again i went that's a good idea <laughs> good point right that's like watching daniel tiger I, when my daughter was young i was watching daniel tiger which is an offshoot of uh, mr rogers neighborhood and watching it just reminded me how how many uh, uh, adults don't have these standard morals that we should have as human beings <laughs> like but it, it's kids shows that hit you real hard <laughs> real hard i'm telling you i have never felt as my dad keeps going why are you watching this i'm like it's called childhood healing dad i'm healing the inner child um but it's so good yeah. like it's so much about the parents too mm -hmm. just watch it it's not this isn't even about lgbtq it just it's just a good yeah, show it's fine. It's fine. It's, the episode is about development, so that that yeah, too. True. So it all all plays a part. So you're you're on par. Like the two shows that Angelica loves to watch is Ada Twist, um, a scientist, which I've seen every episode, and that little girl makes me feel so stupid every time I watch it. Um, <laughs> like Doc McStuffins. Yeah, Doc McStuffins too. It's wild. Um, I was gonna say, who makes you feel dumb? Like Ada Twist, scientist, make you feel like you. Know, why did I know how how to kill odors before? Like other than using <laughs> like how does she know this? This is not right. She's a scientist, like, bro. It's unbelievable. But on top of that, you know who's made some dramatic developments hmm. in their in their descriptions or or, or depictions on screen? Sesame Street. Yeah. Well, over the time that Angelica has watched, she's obsessed. But as those as those shows go on, and I'm watching with her. They have made strides yeah. to not not only just be inclusive, but to make children feel comfortable and understanding real life situations that's happening. And one of the real episodes that I really took in was the first episode with the they had a, a, a puppy now that is now autistic. Yes, and the explanations on why she was reacting at certain things. The whole episode was her about getting her hair cut. She didn't like to be touched, and she didn't like getting her. She was scared to get her hair cut. Mm -hmm. So Elmo puts her on a fake barbershop and beauty salon, and they show her that cutting her hair, doll's hair, not really cutting it because you can't do that, but showing her that oh, it's not a no. someone should have told me that. <laughs> <laughs> but showing her that it's easy, but and it won't. It's not going to hurt you, right? And it's not going to harm you. But loud sounds, noises. I really said, wow, 
these strides that they have made. It's not yeah. just about numbers and letters no more. They're really taking a step My to, to go. go <laughs> Clues did it too. It's unbelievable. And the, the new Blues Clues too. I haven't watched it yet. I haven't either. Well, I don't. Blues Clues either. always been my favorite since I was a kid. And they had like, I remember people were like up in arms because they did an alphabet. And every letter of the alphabet was like part, something part of the LGBTQ community. And everyone was so mad. And they're like, why are you mad that your kid's going to learn terms that they're right. going to need? Like, Silly. It's, yeah, I can't, I can't. <laughs> well, I can understand how some people can be offended by certain things. But I can also, what I want to tell those people that who are offended by certain things, here's the situation. Your child is going to grow up. They're going to hear certain things. They're going to hear words being used, terms being used, and they're not going to know what they are. Do you understand how hard and difficult it's going to be for them not knowing those terms? Yeah. Not knowing those things because they're going to feel like they're left out. Mm -hmm. They're going to feel like, why does everybody else know this and I don't? Why did you not tell me this? Why would you deprive me from that? Right. Now there's some there's some disagreements going on with you in your own household because now they feel misunderstood. Now they feel like they misunderstood everything you taught them. It was a lie. Right. Do you understand how that snowball effect can can work? Mm. And being a young young adult, teen doesn't matter. It will happen if you don't tend to start to implement things. Yeah, that's why I was always a person that said the I'm talking habit. And I and reason why I think Angelica doesn't shut up now um, <laughs> is because she's a motor mouth like her dad. And on top of that, I didn't speak to her in a lot of baby language. I didn't go goo goo gaga to her. Yeah, I spoke to her like she was an adult. I did the same. And now today, it's same. like she won't stop talking. Yeah. And so <laughs> it's, but she says things that are to me are outrageous that two year olds shouldn't be able should be able to say, but. I'm glad I said those things around her because yeah. now she has a better understanding growing up that words are going to be used. Big words are going to be mm -hmm. used. She might not know how to spell it because right, right. that is a horrible speller. But <laughs> you you may know how to use it in the proper context. Right. So that's a big help. It's always a big help. And I know you've done it plenty of times too. Sure. I'm still doing it. Hey man, you got no, that. I, I can't spell for that, the life. You got that big, big, big kid homework. Now. Look, man, listen. When I tell you I hate new math, <laughs> <laughs> I hate it so much. How a math was so much simpler. <laughs> math A, math B, simple. Yeah, seriously. Um, my, uh, my, I have a question for you. What do you think? One of the hardest things to overcome when it comes to understanding who you are <clears throat> excuse me uh what do you think has been some of the more difficult internally for me yes what's been can you explain ask it again so so on your journey to mm -hmm. to figuring out who you are mm -hmm. what have you felt has been some of the more difficult aspects of understanding who you are? Uh, I think even the relationship I'm in now, um, I told Rodney before I said I would come on, uh, my parents still don't know. Okay. Um, I've been in a relationship with them for a little over a year. Okay. Uh, we're long distance. And I think even our relationship makes me question, which is why I said, like, I'm not sure even 
under the community, like where I would be like most of the days, like, because I'm with them and I've absolutely like put in my mind, like there's no one else I want to be with in my life. I am 100% certain I'm going to marry them. Mm -hmm. Um, so does that make me a lesbian? I'm in a lesbian relationship, but so am I not bisexual? Like it's a, but it's a lot of back and forth. And I almost have to tell myself, are they right? Because my parents always said like, don't tell me like when I first told them I was bisexual, they're like, tell me like when you figure it out, Mm -hmm. which is what bisexual people hear all the time, which is so obnoxious. Rule number one, don't ever tell bisexual like when to figure it out. Cause there's also people who it's not a half and half. I don't always just love men and women. Sometimes like you can be bisexual and have a male lean or a female lean. I definitely growing up, definitely was more attracted to guys than I was girls. And now obviously I don't, maybe this is because it's like one of my first real long-term relationships. I don't even look at people anymore or I don't see people as attractive anymore Yeah. unless they're like celebrities or f- fictional characters. Oops. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um, but I truly like, just don't even look at people anymore. Yeah. Like I had a coworker come in and she had this crush on a guy and she was like, so what do you think? And I was like, I don't know. He's a guy. Like, I don't know what you want me to tell you. Um, but I think that would probably be the biggest issue for me is like, just, not having a label and having to accept that like the media kind of makes you seem like you have to have a label and you don't you don't have to and it's not something you have to explain to people i mean if you want to i'm fine explaining that like i'm not 100 percent sure i kind of just instead identify i don't even like the term queer i just say i'm gay because it's it's under there um i don't know why i just never personally like the term queer Mm because i think i also again didn't understand it i think it was meant to be kind of more of a vague term and i think i just used the term gay instead of queer Mm -hmm. um and that's just been easier for me and i think it's easier to use with my family when i'm okay with like making comments like i always tell people i'm the token gay of my family rodney knows my family we're probably like the straightest thing you've ever seen in your life um (laughs) We got no spices. The biggest spice was that my cousin married someone who was Jewish. Like that was oh, the biggest gotcha. controversy. Like wait until you guys figure it out gotcha. that Kaylin's a, <laughs> Kaylin's a lesbian. Um, so I think that would probably be the biggest struggle internally was trying to find a label plus accepting that you don't need one. Right. Yeah. Kaylin. We're, we're in the home stretch of the show here, and one of the biggest things that I always said is acceptance means everything, especially me for me, growing up who I am, in the environment that I'm that I'm in, the culture that I'm in. Not, not a lot of people are very accepting, um, mm-hmm. and I think that's one thing that we can all take away from this conversation is that equality and acceptance needs to be at a focal point in this, in this, in this, in this country. Um, the biggest thing is education is first. Um, and it starts at home in a lot of ways for me. It starts with, it starts with parents and it starts with the home setting. We need to get back to doing that. But the hard part about it is, is a lot of our parents still are, are, are misunderstanding a lot of the different points. 
Um, our parents are still having a hard time dealing with certain things that their children or their teenager or their young adult is bringing home. But you have we have to work as a team as a, in a, within your own home, work as a team to figure it out and t- take the time out to listen. Listening it will go a long way. Just listen. Sometimes your child wants to be just wants ears. They don't want a voice a voice to answer back. Yeah. They just want someone to listen to them and explain. They want to explain to you why they feel the way they feel. And once you get all that information and how you process it is how you process it. But the biggest thing is just listen. Take it in. Hell, I don't care if you bust out a notepad and write down notes. So you don't forget anything. Yeah. But show them that you care because there can be a lot of confusion going on. There's, and, and I'm pretty sure you can, you can talk about this and attest to this, that a lot of, a lot of times there are many people that, that feel a certain kind of way about one, way, one thing, then they feel a certain kind of way about something else the next day, and they're very confused. They don't know how to turn to, who to turn to, who to talk to. They don't have a friend to lean on, and then bad things start to happen. So what I, I encourage a lot of parents to do, or a lot of a lot of siblings, or a lot of families, a lot of guardians to do. Take the time out to listen. Yeah. When you see those to listen and not try to interrupt. Yes. Right. Just... Don't make it about you, and don't push. If they're like, I don't want to talk about it right now, just let them go. Just let them be. I think a lot of parents also try to push for them to come out when they're not ready. Mm-hmm. Some people just simply aren't ready. My dad said has said the same thing. I'm mostly out to my parents and any friends that I have, which I think is different. I never had to like come out to my friends because they were all like, yeah, we knew. Um, and my cousins, because they're very important to me. And my dad keeps telling me that I have to tell everybody. I'm like, I'm not I'm not that type of person to make a spectacle of myself. I never have been. And also, like, it's not their business. Right. And when I'm ready to tell, I would rather tell people individually. I think I drunkenly told my uncle, I was like, you know, I'm gay, right? He's like, and I love you. And I was like, I'd rather that than have to do it in a public setting. Yeah. And it's almost like, and it's almost like you're gambling and doing deal or no deal where like, you're going to see whose reaction is what, like how embarrassing. I would rather do the one-on-one because there's also some people like, I'm sorry. I don't care what Aunt Linda thinks of my sexuality. Like, not important. Yep. Let that let people come out at their own pace. Ask questions when it's appropriate, and always listen to them. Be ready to listen and not respond. And the biggest thing also too is we we know we know that there's some people that just are not going to get it. Yeah, and we have to accept that. We have to say, hey, listen, we, we're beating a dead horse here, um, to use for lack of a better term. We're trying our best to explain. You're just not getting it. So it's okay. Yep. You're going to live your life, and that, that's fine. I'm going to live mine. And we're going to go our separate ways. And that's one thing I want to also reach out to people and say, too, do your best. Yeah. Do your best to understand. But if you don't and you're just having a hard time with it, you're never going to get, never going to change your mind. Yeah. No problem. Yeah, just luck- live your life. Luckily for some of us, uh, we were already in a position of growing up where it was already part of our lives. Um, with me, it was my aunt first, and then, and then it was my sister. And I never judged them. 
I didn't understand when I was really, really young, obviously. I just thought, you know, hey, that's that's a Titi's friend or whatever, you know. Of course, you know, that's the, the that's basically the way people would cover it, cover mm-hmm. it up for the most part. Um, but once and, and like I said, I had I had enough friends or have enough friends of you know, other family members that that are in the community and I never judged because you know, like I said earlier, you can't help who you love, man. And and I, I don't it, you shouldn't be judged based off of your love. Like that that that's that's I think that's that's asinine. It's backwards. You know, you we're supposed to be moving forward, not destroying, but you know, what can we say about that one? Um but Kalen, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you so much for lending your time. Thank you so much for being so transparent. Mm-hmm. You know, thank you for having me. Thank you for letting me actually say, like, out loud that I have a partner that I'm in love with because I haven't been able to do that. Hey, well, listen, you got a spot here anytime. So yep. anytime you want to come on, got some cool things going on. Let us know. We, we you know, I'm going to make room and time for you for sure. Great, Thank Kayla you. King. Oh, and also, could you please let the people know where they can find you on social in case they have questions? On the socials, uh, unless you don't have them, where's, <laughs> where's the best part for me? Uh, I'm going to keep my Twitter to myself because uh, people might not want to see that stuff. <laughs> Kaylin gets a little crazy over there. Um, if you want to find my social, it is underscore K-A-E-L-I-N-K-I-N-G. It's just my name, but nobody knows how to spell it. So <laughs> spelled it for you. That's awesome. It took me three years to learn how to spell her name. I believe it. But, um... <laughs> I still get I still get cards with the wrong spelling uh, for people who've known me my whole life. So uh, yeah, that that sounds like something I would do. <laughs> That's fair. But once again, thank you so much. We we really do appreciate it. And this 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 episode has been enlightening for me for multiple reasons. And like like Rodney said, I'm I think we're just happy that you were you were able to be transparent and be yes. honest with everybody. Um. So yeah, man, this was a great episode. Thank you again. Of course, again, thank you for having me. Uh, no worries. Uh, hey Rod, tell me your socials, brother. Oh man, you can find me. Rodney, well, at Rod Rod Binks on Twitter <laughs> and Rod underscore Rod underscore Binks on Instagram. Uh, and I, you, know, you can find me at Mr. Marvel 87 both on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, make sure you follow Rodney's wrestling podcast, Behind the Barricade. You can follow him on Facebook and on Twitter at Behind the Barricade underscore one. Uh, behind the barricade one on one. Twitter. Okay, no uh, underscore the one on Instagram, and uh, behind the barricades on Facebook. And you can also follow the Four Corners Commentary on Twitter at CO Commentary, on TikTok at Council of Commentary, and then you could you could also follow the wrestling group, the Council of Commentary, which we are the uh, we are the podcast for that group. Um, it, all you got to do is search the Council of Commentary both on Instagram and YouTube, and also. As we do every episode, want to give a special thanks to PRN.live. Yes. Guys, we have so many great so many great shows that are lined up every day. Every day. That's li- literally every day of literally. content. Seven days a week. Going a full schedule. 
Ladies and gentlemen, please take your time out to listen to all the programs we have here. Right before us, Kathleen Francis put on an amazing episode. And on after this, you're going to be listening to A Bowl of Soul, where I believe Professor T. Love's got something cooked up real Uh-oh. good for you guys coming up at the top of the hour. So, guys, thank you so much for listening to us, giving us giving us the opportunity to lay it all, lay all, all on the line here. Right. And special thanks to Gary and all for giving us the platform and opportunity to express ourselves definitely and, and talk about mental health in the, in the in the young capacity because guess what it's important and it needs to be talked about for sure for sure thank you again we appreciate you guys uh, Rod hit him with it <laughs> listen if you're looking for a different angle we're the guys that give it to you it's been a different angle peace later. <laughs>